Hello there and welcome into Career Competitor. We are the show that seeks to light that competitive fire within you through coaching in order to optimize your career. I'm Steve Mallard, delighted that you've chosen to join us on this episode of Career Competitor where I have the pleasure of welcoming in Shannon Russo to the show. And before I give Shannon the introduction that she certainly deserves, I want to bring your attention to the service that is Career Competitor. That's right, we are a coaching and consulting service, specifically in performance coaching. My goal as a performance coach is to help you potentially work on optimizing performance. That means that somewhere along the line, you feel as though you have yet to reach your optimal potential. Now, that, that, that doesn't mean that you're not performing to a, let's say, average standard. Maybe you're performing way above what may be considered the average standard within your field. You just feel as though you've still yet to hit that peak. You feel as though, for whatever reason, you've still yet to find your best self. I want to help you with that, and I want to offer you a 30-minute free consultation to start that process with me today. You can go to careercompetitor.com to learn more about my service, or you can just go ahead and write to me at steve at careercompetitor.com, where we can set up a time for a consultation that works for you. So don't hesitate a moment longer. Feel free to reach out to me today and let me know how I can be of help to you in your pursuit of your optimal self. Now let's get to my guest for today, Shannon Russo, the CEO and founder of Kinetics. Now, Kinetics is a recruitment process outsourcing firm for growth companies. What's a growth company, you might ask? Well, it's a company that is performing at an optimal standard, just like we do and talk about on this show. You're growing at such a rate that you need some help with that growth, and you're going to hire someone like Kinetics to come in and make sure that you're hiring the right people to meet those demands. Now, Shannon specifically has actually recently become the recipient of the Georgia Titan 100. That is where, within Georgia, the top 100 CEOs or C-suite executives are acknowledged for their incredible leadership and for the impact that they're having within business within the state of Georgia. So we've got someone on the show that knows a few things about what is required to really set yourself apart as a unique commodity, let's say, within the hiring industry. Now, this is one of those rare situations where when I first started talking to Shannon, I felt that we were gonna be going down this path of utilizing your unique traits to affect change within your careers. And what it really turned into was this incredible lesson on what it means to be a relevant leader in 2022. So we're going to cover both. We're going to, you're going to hear on the front end of this interview how Shannon and her team there with Kinetics are all about facilitating change within both the individual and also the company's future by utilizing unique traits. But at the same time, we're going to learn so much about how Shannon is a relevant leader within 2022 through skill sets such as transparency and authenticity and being approachable so many things that are so relevant in this day and age and I don't want to I don't want to waste another moment and I want to get right to this interview so I'm going to do exactly that by welcoming in Shannon Russo to the Career Competitor podcast and I hope you all enjoy okay well it gives me great pleasure to welcome in Shannon Russo to the Career Competitor podcast and Shannon first and foremost how are you doing today I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Listen, 
live in a wonderful country and uh, it's sunny today in Atlanta where I am. So, yeah. you know, well, that, what could be better? Exactly. That's what matters, right? As long as the sun's shining, usually things start to fall. From above place. the soil. <laughs> that's good always to keep perspective that's always a good perspective to have uh we very much what we do on the show we start above the soil let's put it that way good stuff well shannon listen i'm I'm really excited just to dive into a few things anyone who who finds a company that builds a company in my eyes you're impressive enough right there but then there's so much more to your story there's so much more that you have to bring to the show here today uh, and i'm excited to very much dive into it before we go too too far into this stuff why don't you just tell everybody about your position, about your company, everything that you do today? Absolutely. Um, thanks, Steve. I really appreciate it. Um, so Kinetics is the firm that I'm with. So I'm the CEO and I'm actually the founder of the firm. Um, what we do is recruitment process outsourcing. So we call it RPO, but that's just really a fancy way of saying recruiting partnership. So for companies typically in growth mode that need um 25 to 5,000 um, hires. Mm. Um, we like to help them, but we do it as them using their systems and helping them refine their processes so that they can actually be more competitive um, than, than what we would call a kind of post and pray model um, that is a typical corporate recruiting model. So we're doing inside recruiting as the company mm. that we're working for um, and doing the whole process um, as them. Again, right away, here you are talking about how you're creating a process that's allowing people to be more competitive within their fields. So no surprise that you've ended up right here on this podcast. Uh, so let's start right there. Let's start with that. And a lot of the time I get onto competitiveness actually towards the end of my interviews, but you've already said it. Uh, so for me, I'm like, okay, she said it. Let's go for it. Let's dive right into competitiveness. Um, tell me about that. Where does, in, in the world that you exist within, in, in terms of this service, where does your competitive fire get lit the most? So for me, one of the things that I really like about the business that we are in is we work with companies and listen, big company, small company, what I would tell you is recruiting and hiring. Um, Pre-pandemic was hard. Now it's, it's even harder than ever. And there's so many more things that so many more levers that people have to pull to be competitive and to win at the war for talent, if you want to kind of think about it that way. Yeah. And uh, to use your term to be a be a little more competitively minded because unless you're Google hmm. and unless you're Facebook or maybe Apple um, and, and some other names, right? We can, we can name off probably eight or 10 firms that have such a strong employer brand that people are just pining to work there. Hmm. If you're not them and not in the roles that really matter to people that would think about it, you, you have to be, you have to really differentiate yourself both on your story. So that's kind of the top of the funnel if, if you think about it from a sales process. But but then in the process of getting through the recruitment cycle, you really have to kind of think differently, if that makes sense. And you have to think about speed. You have to think about efficiency. You have to think about, funny enough, the experience of the candidate, because that's going to be your only differentiator. You know, your how, how well you can tell your unique story live and then how um, transparent you can be, how you know you can really kind of hook them, and then um, how effectively you can move them through the process. And uh, so that's what what when when I think about what makes me kind of lights my fire a little bit yeah. um, in our business, it's really helping our clients 
affect those changes. You think about it from an athlete, right? You think mm-hmm. about an athlete and as a coach, right? Your, your past, probably some of your greatest joys was really seeing someone become the best version of yourself. And I know that's a big part of kind of where you're going now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's sort of our gig yeah. for our clients to try to, in some ways, help them get out of their own way, right? Mm-hmm. Often that's the same kind of corollary. They're doing things that they may not realize that are actually holding themselves back. And so that's sort of what my team and I get charged up by focusing on that and really helping people sort of see the light. Not always that easy, but that's no, where we get going. No, one of those beautiful things, right? Easier said than done. Um, definitely sounds easy at the surface, but in terms simple, of- Simple, not easy. Simple, not easy. There you go. You took the words right out of my mouth. And I, I think the, firstly, you, you're singing my entire hymn book right now. I mean, you're just singing all of it. This is This all resonates with me. This is all hitting on every single level. The, the one area that I really do want to dive more into is that unique quality, how you really discover that unique quality in who it is that you're working with. So being able to, yes, being able to say, hey, I see 10 people and I see t- potentially 10 different things within this group of 10, but now you've got to identify it. Now you've actually got to bring that unique quality to the surface. What sort of, what sort of method, what sort of approach do you take to that? Yeah. Or you're talking about from a candidate standpoint. Yes. 100%. Right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we typically think about it as two sides to a scale when we're looking at candidates. So one side is what you always think about. Okay. So it's things like the resume in the healthcare industry, they might call it minimum qualifications. Certain other industries call it that. So what is your background, your skills, and your experience that would give you the capabilities to do the particular job that we're recruiting for. Mm. And then the other nuance that's tougher is that cultural fit. And so that cultural fit for the, I'm going to start at the top, sort of the company and who they are and what their kind of um, values are. But then the department, the team, the leader that they're going to work for. Because if you've looked at anything around retention, often because of the pay or the company, they leave because of their leader. And so if we're going to make a good match, longer term, that other piece is as important. That's the hardest for us to kind of get to the bottom of. Hmm. Um, And often it takes a little bit of time to sort of get there because a lot of times people will tell you one thing, but they operate differently. And so kind of bridging that gap is is, uh, probably our most challenging thing, if that makes sense. I can imagine. I can imagine. Because at the end of the day, you're working with someone whose end goal is to get the job. And they're they're probably going to try to tell you what they need. They think they need to tell you to obviously get one step closer to that job. Now that makes your, that makes your job at times near impossible. (laughs) It's it's, um, challenging. Yeah. And we often say, say, yeah, that we, you know, we think about everything from a process standpoint and our goal in every step and I just keep them in the guardrails so that you can kind of move it forward. We're all imperfect. Yeah. 100%. This this immediately makes me think about the team beneath you. You know, you're talking here about culture. You're talking about a fit for a, a potential company from the, the CEO all the way down through the different teams, managers, leaders, etc. And now let's flip it around to, to yourself. And here you are running a large organization, a large team. What does that cultural model look like to you just from a, a more personal standpoint when it comes to kinetics? Yeah, that's a great question. That's a great question. Thanks. From my standpoint, what I try to do um, is first of all, be, you know, and some of these are buzzwords, so I really don't like it, sure. but to be transparent or authentic, whatever those words are that you would kind of use to say that. And what I mean by that is, 
I don't have all the answers. Let me just start with that. And you're going to screw up. I can't tell you where. I can't exactly tell you when, but it's going to happen. So literally when I meet with um, newer employees, that's one of the things that I always say. I say, we have an incredible team. I'm really glad that you joined, but you need to know this. We're going to screw up. I don't know when, I don't know where, like I can't tell you it might be today, might be five years from now, but I can tell you it's going to happen. And my ask to you is to say that I don't know everything, first of all. And second of all, I don't know where everything's going on. So if something doesn't seem right, don't say, well, this company sucks, blah, blah, blah. Tell your manager, you know, tell your leader. If that doesn't work and they don't hear you, keep going. And I give them the next name. And if they don't hear you, keep going. And if if all the way, if you don't get what you're after, come to me because I, I'm the founder and I'm telling you, you guys are the front line. You're how we make or break and how we grow this business. So I may have an answer that you don't like, but I also may be like, man, I didn't know that was happening. And that's the only way, especially as you get bigger, in my mind, is to make sure that people understand that you're hiring them as professionals and you're not perfect and things might go wrong. And, and there is a little bit of this kind of, I'll call it partnership, not just employer-employee, that is how we make a great company that people want to be part of and that grows and that is does great for our clients yeah it's, i mean you you've you've managed to pinpoint here something that i am just such an advocate for in the sense of you're, you're making yourself approachable you're making yourself seen and it may not even be necessarily through just your physical presence it's because of the it's because of the transparency in your message that those that work beneath you are representative of everything that you're saying here as an individual you're you're saying that if 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 everyone beneath me is is doing as i explain and emphasize and believe and pride myself in then there will always be a resource there will always be someone that you can go to and if you ever feel as though that chain of command is somehow exhausted then i'm going to be here right at the end of it and, and you have an opportunity then to to sit down and 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 bring whatever this is to me, and but it's it, for me it, it it really does highlight a, and this I don't think it's common. I think it's actually an incredibly rare trait to hear uh, a CEO speaking this way, and it's it's wonderful in my opinion. It's something that I'm an advocate for, uh, in in the sense that it's one thing to say, hey, we have a transparent culture and a transparent environment, but then to actually explain what transparency means. And what someone can do with that within that culture is huge. It's absolutely huge. And and for you to acknowledge, hey, frontline workers, listen, you're you're what make and break what we do every single day. They need to know that. They need to know that. They need to hear that. And and so the fact that that's at the top of your list is is obviously, like I said, it's wonderful to hear. Yeah, it's uh, you know I never forget it. And it's listen. And I also tell them that I'm probably not going to talk to you every day, right? Sure. Um, sure. yeah, but I do think it's critical and, and never forgetting, I I've got a job to do. It's different than their job, but mm. I have a job to do, but part of it is m- making that connection and knowing that the bigger the company gets, the more of a telephone game there will be. And so mm. it's going to happen. I just don't know where or what. Absolutely. And I, I, that's a really key word that you just used there, connection. Um, you know, you've, you've made connection part of your culture. And so much of what you're doing as a service is connection, right? It's right there at the heart of it. Yes, without question. Yeah, and I think that's that's such an important 
uh, another important component to this cultural model that you're expressing here through through kinetics is the fact that your service, what it is you do and perform each and every day as as someone who is connecting with other people, connecting others with others, this whole notion of connection is right there at the forefront of, of what you're doing each and every day, which makes me now want to really go into this idea and this notion of very much living what you preach, living what you preach. You know, you just talked about it there with when you're going through this with candidates and you're hoping that they're telling you something that's accurate, that is going to be something that they not only preach, but they go and live. For for you with your background, because you have just a, a truly impressive background just in terms of what you've been doing Thanks. what would you say what would you say from what would you say from your work experience your career as a whole what would you say about that is something that maybe your employees and those that you work with can really gravitate towards and you can say hey listen this is who I am this is what I'm about and because of my experiences I know that I can very much guide you through what it is we're going through um, I guess the, the way that I might express that would be, um, so I would still go back to, you know, I do have a lot of experience in this space, good and bad, up market, mm. down market, uh, kind of across the spectrum. So that's, that's a benefit. But the other thing is that um, I do believe sort of a little bit of a mantra that is the day that I stop learning is the day that I've stopped growing. And so reminding myself of that and expressing it right back to that sort of authenticity, right? I'm partly expressing it so that if I'm not, somebody could call me back on it and say, hey, you weren't listening that there's something new you can learn here to be able to do it. And right. That's how we that's how we get better. That's how we change. And certainly over the last couple of years, um, I think change really is the mantra mm. <laughs> and figuring out uh, kind of how to do what is next. Um, because we're not in control of so many parts of it. And so, you know, focus on what we can't control. Yeah. Control the controllables. Very much a simple, yeah. very much a simple message. Again, there we go, right? Um, simple to say, <laughs> not easy to do. Not easy. Uh, not easy to do. Um, let's let's move into this sort of forward thinking mindset now a little bit in terms of performance. Uh, because for me, I'm always fascinated by how you people like yourself measure success it because you said it yourself there's agencies and companies like yourselves around the country around the world and there's there's room for everyone so to speak right you know but there at, is. At, at the same time how do you measure success what do you consider a win here we are talking about competitiveness what does winning what does what does that sort of look like to you for us we really measure it or i measure it really in terms of success with clients um and kind of moving them forward. The name kinetics, right, came from kinetic energy, which is affecting change. And so that really was from the very, very beginning uh, upon the founding of the company, really, that was our goal, right? From a candidate, it's affecting change in their life to give them a new career. But for a company, it's really affecting change to kind of move them forward, right, in building whatever they're doing. And, and so that's sort of the measure of success. And, and for us, right, then we, uh, my background is finance. So we we probably are a little geekier than average. And so metrics um, and our ability to kind of get better at those metrics and then sort of measuring it on a continuous basis are kind of the ways that we do it. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other piece is that moving the team forward because back to like, I don't know it all, but the 
other piece for me is if I'm going to build a business, I've also got to help the people that are around me. Mm-hmm. And by the way, sometimes that could be, I'll say liberating them because maybe it's not the right fit for them, for their family, for their life, whatever that is. But, but if they're in, they're on the bus, right. Then really, whether it's pushing them or giving them a break to try to say, right. I want you to be the best you, whatever that is. And sometimes that's easy and sometimes it's not. So um, the other thing that we sort of hold true that I hold true is um, I would rather be classy, honest, and tell you something you're not going to like hearing, but then you, you'll never forget that I'm not going to kind of give you garbage. I'm, I'm really going to be there. But the classy part of the honesty is I'm not going to burn you up. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to take the extra five or 10 minutes that it takes. And this is sort of something we espouse among our leaders to do this as well. I'm going to take that extra time to meet you where you are, to have that conversation and make sure I'm clear with what I'm saying. So you're getting the message, but I don't need to do it like instantly and burn you up because you might, A, you might not really hear it and internalize it. But then the other part is you, you may not recover from the burn and, and kind of be able to move forward, if that makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. And it goes back to what you were talking about there with your personal mantra of, of growth. That's growth right there. You know, it's, I talk about it with clients all the time now, the idea of having an expectation and then having our potential. And within within that world of expectation and potential is growth. That's where it all is. And But it, it has to start with being held to some sort of standard. It has to start with being held to some sort of expectations. And that's what you're saying here. You're holding people accountable, but you're doing it in a way where they have a choice. Either I grow or I fold. It's one or the other. And yeah. That's the real world, right? That's where we. Uh, that's where we either we we either survive uh, survive in advance, or we or we don't. Right, exactly. And you know the the cultural piece, as you sort of mentioned, you've kind of you know mentioned it a couple times. For us, I, I smiled when you when you said that because for us, our um, culture or values statements, hmm. we call them potentials. That's what we call nice. them. And so our potentials, because they're the, they're the, um, our non-negotiables there are um, things that we can measure. Mm. And then we sort of think about it in a traditional kind of consulting nine box grid, right? With performance, that's easily measurable in our business, right? How you do. And then the, the up and down um, sort of axis is the potentials. And then, um, and then we kind of take a simple model, um, that you'll appreciate, right? Traditional corporate nine box, or I'll say consulting nine box grid. Mm -hmm. And um, instead of a zero to five scale, which I feel like is death to any performance review ever, um, we are, we, we have three. Hmm. So, um, and in sort of in our normal mantra, so ours is hit it, which is what most people would be hit it. You hit it. it. You did well. Hit it. Missed. You missed it big bright line between hit it and missed it. So everybody knows where that line is. Mm -hmm. Missed it. Or you crushed it. Crushed it. So the, the, my challenge with five point scales is everybody's like a 3.2 and then you fire them in the next 12 months. That, that's not a great, that's not great for either side. No, no. And, and what I love about what you're talking about here is that you're taking, you're taking as much ownership as you're asking people to put on themselves. That's huge. 
that's a huge part of this. Like that's that for, for, for me, that's always lost in culture talk. It's, it's, it's so great to sit there and preach and preach and preach and expect and expect, but you're putting that same accountability on delivering this environment as you are on them to then holding and reinforcing, reinforcing the environment as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, but you know, it stops with me, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it sure does. It sure does. And um, and and that's and that's what again, you know, just just in terms of that consciousness of being able to actually recognize that is a huge part of leadership in itself too. So I 100% um, just so impressed by that and the the entire mission of what it is you're doing there. And one thing as we start to sort of close here, Shannon, is I, I just want to really ask you when you look at when you look at this term growth and you've talked about growth a good a good bit here um this idea of growth how do you continue to grow now where you we talk about potentials within within the way you measure your culture um you're you're clearly successful you're clearly performing at a high standard um what does growth now look like to you yeah so um so it's funny that you um, kind of articulated it that way. So people often ask me like, all right, so you guys are, you know, you grew, we grew, you know, a lot in the last year. Now, part of that's because 2020 was something. Yeah. Um, I won't uh, repeat the word that I'm thinking, but, <laughs> but how do we keep going and right? And yeah. what does success look like? And how do we measure that? And how do we get there? And um, while I still have kind of, you know, here's where I think we should be over one year and three year and beyond. For me, thinking about my job as the leader of our organization, I think about not just that trajectory, but um, being a mid-sized business. One of the things I would tell you, and certainly it's specific to our um, industry, but I've, I've seen it across basically every industry. And that is, how do I make sure I have the right diversification of clients to make sure that I make the business more stable, longer term. And so that's kind of a different metric, if that makes sense, mm. um, than just growth. So it's not just growth for the sake of growth. It's growth really, as I think about kind of stabilizing the business is one of the things that are part of my job to be successful. Because if I'm going to build this business and have a legacy, that's the key to it. So it's uh, it's got to have a longer term view and it's got to have um, more stability, more of a foundation, I guess I'll say. Yeah. And then that was a, that was an answer that I 100% wasn't expecting. I think that's a really insightful, unique way of looking at it. And, uh, everything about this, honestly, everything about this Shannon has been completely unique and, uh, in, in many ways there's been elements of surprise. And but the, the, the one thing that is so abundantly clear is the consistency with which you see what it is you're doing. And I think that consistency for anyone listening is a huge a huge trait um for for leaders that they can very much rely upon is am, am i willing to be consistent enough through what it is i preach culturally in terms of performance in terms of assessment if i'm consistent across all those areas then really my employees those that are following me in this in this fight whatever it is i'm doing they they understand that everything's pretty transparent as to use your word as as as, as people would like to assume you know they they're going to get that from you so that's wonderful and I, I just thank you so much for your time and and I appreciate that um, you know none of none of this interview for people listening none of this was easy the the connection's <laughs> terrible and that's my fault um, everything about this has been difficult and Shannon you've been nothing but an absolute superstar throughout so I appreciate all of it no but we made it happen right we we, we made did. it happen. We did. So that's all that matters. Awesome. Well, Shannon, thanks again for your time. 
Steve, thank you so much. And my thanks again to Shannon for joining us on the show today. As I mentioned there at the end, apologies for some of that disruption on Shannon's side of the audio. Again, it was completely my fault. The Wi-Fi was not cooperating on the day that we did the interview. But I know through some magical editing, I was able to deliver a pretty fantastic interview when it was all said and done. And some of the some of the insight, quite frankly, we just don't have enough time to cover it all all over again. But I do want to leave you with one or two takeaways. Firstly, in relation to utilizing unique traits to affect change within your career. From a coaching standpoint, I'm really going to put my coaching hat on here and encourage you to listen to what Shannon was saying about that two-sided scale, understanding your background, so having a really a great amount of familiarity with your story up to this point. What has gotten you to this point? What has allowed you to be successful? What areas do you still need to improve upon? So having a really good idea about where you've come from and what you've learned And then identifying yourself within the culture that you're trying to move into. Where will your role lie? What will that role look like? How will you work with the people above you that you're collaborating with? Maybe the people that you're responsible for. All of these things, they have to be considered for you to have any hope of finding an ideal connection. And that word connection came up so much. And that is a very smooth transition into so much that I've learned here from Shannon from a leadership standpoint. Her willingness to connect with everybody within the company is absolutely at the front of everything that she mentioned with us here today. She is, through the interview process, as she mentioned there, when when she is hiring people for Kinetic specifically, being transparent, informing them that, listen, when you do have issues, it's okay to, to come to people to discuss these things, but make sure you're exhausting that process in a respectful and uh, the correct manner, making sure that you're not wasting people's time, certainly making sure that you're not just going around complaining for the sake of complaining, being proactive with what it is you do. By voicing that need to be transparent from the beginning, Shannon's immediately producing an element of authenticity in who she is. She's being herself. She's putting herself right there in front of all employees to say, listen, this is who I am. This is what I expect. And I'm going to be an example for it as well, which is what leadership in 2022 is all about. No longer does this model work of just being the person up in your ivory tower, screaming and having people go and do your dirty work for you and all this kind of stuff and just being completely removed from the people on the front line or whatever it might be. Your message has to be consistent across all levels. That level of connection must come from the top down and be felt at every single level. It's clear that that's part of Shannon's model there with Kinetic. So if you are someone that's going through a career change at this time or you're considering some changes, you've got some fantastic content when it comes to that. But if you are someone who's in a leadership role too, you've got some fantastic content for that too. So hey, who knew that at the start of this episode that you'd be benefiting potentially in two different areas of your career, but that's what you got with this particular episode, and that's what you'll continue to get if you continue to keep coming back and listening to the Career Competitor Podcast, which I obviously encourage you to do. So many more interviews lined up at the moment, but listen, before you go, if you're still listening, Don't go anywhere without clicking that fifth star if you listen to me on iTunes. It really helps the growth of the show. In addition to that, share this episode. Let people know that you're listening. Let people know the impact that this podcast is having on you. And finally, do not hesitate 
to reach out to me, Steve at careercompetitor.com. Again, for the people in the back, that's Steve at careercompetitor.com. I would love to hear from you, even if it has nothing to do with taking me up as a performance coach. If you just want to reach out, connect, give me some feedback on the show. Maybe you are an ideal guest to come on the show. Reach out, connect. I love meeting and getting to learn from new people. So with all that being said, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to come back soon. Best of luck with everything and anything you've got going on within your world. And I look forward to speaking with you all again very soon. Bye for now.